is it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Buddy's House of Horror Podcast. <laughs> Woo boy, we've got a long one for you today. If you've read the title, you know that today we are talking about the top 10 Halloween films. Normally my top 10s, I would do them in video format, but I really wanted to do this as a podcast just to have a little bit more discussion about these films because there's only so much you can fit in a 10 minute or so video. But with a podcast, you can go as long as you want. And that's exactly what we did today. I had a very, very special guest on the show with me this week, but I'm going to keep it a mystery until we're done with the intro. And yeah, as I said, this is a really long one, so we're going to get right to it. As always, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, make sure you go ahead and do that. And if you're listening to this on a podcast streaming service, make sure you subscribe to the show and leave me a rating and review. Without further ado, these are the top 10 Halloween films, and now let's get spooky. Spooky. Alright, so we're rolling sound here on the show. As I promised you guys, we were going to have some new friends on the show this year and some old friends on the show this year, so I'm chilling with one of the few recurring characters of the show. If you'd like to introduce yourself to the fine people out there. I'm glad to be back. It's Midnight Miles 2020. Uh, We're heading into the fall season. I'm excited about it. Uh, It always gets me pumped to watch stuff, and... Thank you so much for having me back. I'm excited to do the episode. Of course, yeah. So, what's sort of been going on, man? It's been a, it's been a year since you've been on the show. Um, you don't gotta go too deep into everything. We got a we got a full plate today, but I'll what's, try to. What's kind uh, of been going I'll on? Try to break it down. Really, honestly, not a whole lot. Uh, you know this. The, the audience might not know this, but. Uh, 2020 kind of sucks, man. In all honesty, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna really sugarcoat it. Uh, it's been a weird year. Uh, everything I thought this year was going to be, it's not. And really, honestly, um, I'm just looking forward to the... I have some stuff planned for the fall. I think the fall is going to be the best part of the year, fingers crossed. Um, I don't want the summer to end yet because the weather's... <laughs> the weather right now in Cleveland, Ohio is fucking phenomenal. 88 yeah. degrees, perfect, yeah. good breeze. Yeah. Uh, we were recording this in August, by the way, but you'll be hearing it a little later. But... But really, honestly, just trying to get through the year and, I guess, keep my head up, you know? Hopefully, that's what everyone's doing through, you know, the pandemic, quarantine, however everyone's doing across America, wherever you're listening to this at. Maybe overseas, I don't know, you know? Yeah. So, I haven't listened to our episode back from last year, but I do know that we left on a couple cliffhangers. So, I think we were just about to do horror trivia that night, and we got body bagged. (laughs) No, 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 no. Okay, listen. All right. I don't remember which horror trivia that we did, but we finished... Didn't we do three last year together? We did two. two. We did two last okay, year. Okay, I did three. You did... We did two together. We finished in the top five teams each time. I think... I don't know about the side quest one. Did we? Yeah. Er... Uh, because I know we finished I think fourth we might have, in the first one at two bucks. We were in fourth. Oh, and I thought that, we finished. Well, the, okay, so all right, let's let's rephrase this so we don't look like fucking idiots. Halfway through each of the trivia's we went to, we were number two. We yes. had a great <laughs> first round, but by, we only were missing number one. I think both times we like, made two points, maybe right. a question or two questions. Yeah. So we did great. It was a long trivia night. It was challenging. Let's be honest. Some of that side quest, the the wording was very vague. I've done their horror trivia for years now. That is, n- it's not. It's not easy. It's not, it's not you, easy. You either. really... I did it two years. I did it by myself. Yeah. And I still finished in the top five, and it was hard as fuck. It was a very hard... 
it's hard trivia. Because I feel like I feel like with both of the ones we went to, we answered a lot of the questions correctly, but it was that the wording wasn't exactly what it needed to be. Like I remember yeah. one they were like looking for, oh, what is the famous trope of the girl that's left at the end or whatever? Yeah. And like we wrote final girl, but they were looking for virgin. And yeah. just, like, stuff like that. So, like, yeah. stuff that, like, that are basically synonyms in the horror. Yeah, like, it's, like, yeah I mean, essentially, like, they should, there should have been a little bit more freedom. I did guess that question at uh, two bucks that only, what did they say, only two people in the five years they had done it guessed right. Which one? It was, I guessing, it was guessing what American president had been in a horror film, and it was Ronald Reagan. And they were shocked. They said I was the youngest person to ever oh, guess really? that, right? Yeah. And the only other people that got it was that team of, like, the five older dudes that got number one. Because well, I remember there was some discussion, and then one of us brought up, we were like... I said, I... We were like, Ronald like, Reagan Ronald, started as an yeah, actor, yeah. you know? Well, that's why I said, I said, it's Ronald Reagan. I was like, from the start, I was like, it's Ronald Reagan, it's Ronald Reagan. Because I've seen the... I can't remember the... I can't Sorry, remember. I can't remember the name of the film is, but I saw it a long time ago, but, uh... We did all right. It's hard. The, the the trivia. I don't know what it's like in other places, but the horror trivia in Cleveland. That it's a tough game. Yeah, it's a I've tough done game. a lot of different bars. I've done a lot of them, and and none of them, none of them are basic. You are gonna have some head scratchers. I know? think the the hardest one that they did was that side quest when they had the. Uh the sound effects round, mm-hmm. that one was pretty rough. Even though I was kicking myself in the fucking face for that one, because they were playing, like, the screams at the end for, like, Night of the Living Dead when, like, the girl's getting stabbed or whatever by her daughter. And I had literally just finished editing a video about Night of the Living Dead and heard it in my head, like, a thousand times. And I was like, I've seen this film in the last week, yeah. and I could not place what it was. It's, it, when they only give you, you know, you're looking at, like, 90 seconds to two minutes to or guess less. something. Sometimes yeah. less. You're just like, holy shit, I, you know, what What am I going to do? I remember, I think it was two years ago, maybe it was 2018 trivia. They actually, at the end of it, when it all ended, I think they posted something online. They're like, we're going to make the trivia not as hard next year. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they'll, do, they'll do like a halfway to Halloween trivia, I think, and then they'll do... Around right. the Halloween trivia, and I've been to almost all of them, but the year before that was tough. They they had one round that was horror soundtracks, oh, and really? they were doing like super obscure like cult '70s stuff. I'm talking like uh, like one of the questions was like the "I Drink Your Blood" soundtrack, oh, or like yeah. other things like this, where I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you got to like be half. so deep. Like I I'm not at that upper echelon of that i watch a ton of stuff but like this stuff was i was just looking at him i was like are you kidding me that these are the fucking questions because like, like you got to do questions that like people are like going to get because i mean anyone can go on the internet and just look up like the most obscure film and like write like a bogus question about yeah. it you know like you have to make it like somewhat it was so yeah. i remember a bunch of us looked around and we were just like holy <laughs> fuck this is hard like i like and they even said, they're like, yeah, I'm sorry, that was too hard. We'll bring it down the next couple times, which is good because it was, man, it was a doozy. Yeah. But no horror trivia is this year, most likely. So unless they do some sort of virtual thing. Fucking but. quarantine, man. I don't know. It's it's going to kill me. I'm not looking forward to Fall's going to be great. Winter, uh, I'm not looking forward to Northeast yeah. Ohio winter if we're still in, uh, in lockdown. Yeah. Which we... It's not looking good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not, not looking good. It's getting, it's getting in the middle of August, and it's not looking good right now. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I've really been missing is going to the cinema. 
Do you remember what the last film you saw was at yes. all? Do you really remember? I think the last one I saw was Sonic. But I, I, continue. No, I mean, that, that's all. The last one I, I saw uh, was Sonic. I actually did this on another podcast. And this was, I actually oh, did you? asked the person that was on that podcast what was the last thing they saw in cinemas. And this oh, was really? back in April. So it was about a month to a month and a half after things towards the end of April. Shout out to Clumsy Walrus Podcast, Dylan Nemi. I think he shouted out you on one of his. Did he? I, don't, I know I, you've shouted me out once or I've twice. Shout, yeah, I've shouted out every time I'm on there, but that's one of the, like, I've been on a few different podcasts now, so I try to shout out the yeah. other ones when I'm on there. But uh, mine was actually The Lodge. Yeah. And I saw at the beginning of March. Uh, I actually got to see between probably the... S- 10 weeks the theaters were really open this year. I mean, yeah. really open. I got to see like 12 or 15 films in theaters. Yeah, was, I mean, was, we went a couple. I mean, we saw Colorado Space together. Yeah, we, we saw Rabid. Yeah. Um, and since they closed, we've been to the, the drive-in a few times, drive-in, which has yeah. been an experience. That was nice, yeah, because I've always actually, spoiler, I've never been to the drive-in before this year, so that was on my bucket list. It's actually one thing I wanted to do in 2020, which is very, people are like, oh, I'm going to the drive-in. I'm like, no, because I've always wanted to go. But never went, and they half the time they don't have a lot of things I want to see. Honestly, yeah, and we well, got lucky because that first couple weeks, it's it's different now because now they're resorting to playing a lot of old films. Yeah. But when we were going, they were still playing the stuff that was like in theaters or about to be in theaters, like at yeah. the time. Yeah. So we got to see like The Wretched, um, and Invisible Man, and a couple others. So we see? I can't remember. They, knives Out because they're all double knives, features. Yeah, was, Knives Out and uh and. A Knives Out Invisible Man was a double feature. Oh, and The Hunt. The oh, hunt, yeah. The, the hunt, hunt was after Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. Hunt Invisible Man, and then I think it was Knives Out and the Wretched. Yeah. Which was kind of an... I feel like it maybe was, Knives Out and Invisible Man would have been a better one to do it yeah. than The Hunt and the Wretched, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't, it is, I don't, it I don't, is I don't, I don't book is. films. I, I don't yeah. book theaters. They got to so. get you to go two weekends in a row like us, so they got to put one of the mainstream ones and like one that's like lesser known you know i wanted to see that film the rental did you watch that yet i didn't watch no that. i hadn't heard, no yeah, that was one they had had that they they did a couple independent ones a couple weeks ago at the drive-in to kind of like newer ones to throw in and but it was only for a week and i'm like man i feel like you guys both the films had hype on them i feel like you guys should ran those for two weeks because it's not right yeah, they've just been doing them, like, a week at a time. Like, they haven't really been doing much reruns. I think The Wretched got two weeks, but that was only... Did it really? I think that's I know the, the one hype trinks. It made... It made I know the one with Kevin James got two weeks. Like, oh, one okay. week it was the first film, and then the second week it was, like, the second half. Didn't... Did Netflix put that out? Like, the I don't system know. producing it? Someone... There was a lot of money behind that. I'm not sure who put and it like, out. And, like, I yeah. think... And then after The Wretched had made, you know, the, it, now the run it had the, you know one of the best driving runs they say in years made over a million at the drive-in alone yeah so i mean yeah they ran that f- for a couple weeks but yeah well hopefully they start playing some more stuff i'm trying to get out there again i know once we get closer to halloween i know they do a bunch of like triple features and like all night kind of they'll things. do an all night one every year they'll do one screen will be like more kid oriented and then they'll do a a, a bigger, yeah. you know, I uh, maybe we'll go this year because usually yeah. it never lines up with like my schedule or right. like whatever's going on. But if it's the last weekend in the in the month, please hoping, yeah, then I'll I'll probably go. Yeah, uh, is there anything else you wanted to 
discuss before we get into the the main event here? Anything that's going on? I haven't talked. How are you liking the new place? I mean, uh, you just moved. I mean, we don't need to go too deep into it. But are you you getting in, into things or? I don't know. I feel yet. Uh, you know, it's the first. This is the smallest amount of space I've ever had in my life. I'm in my early thirties, so it's kind of like a. It's a little bit of a shocker. Not a shocker, but enough. You know, where I'm kind of like, uh, but. I don't know. I've only been there a few weeks. I've been hanging some stuff up on the walls. I'm getting some stuff. The living room, the basic living is kind of around, but I still, it's missing something. I think I got to finish and get everything up on the walls. And yeah. Maybe it we'll takes time. Things. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you asking that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this before the show. We were just talking about random stuff. It was like, oh, shit, we should have been recording for this. So I was like, oh, well, what didn't we talk about yet? Um, but I guess just sort of get to the the main event here. We're going to be discussing our top ten films in the Halloween franchise. Um, I was a little disappointed, obviously, as I'm sure everyone was, because originally I had planned to have this podcast or a similar one be us discussing the new film. But unfortunately, due to everything that's going on, it's been delayed a year. Um, they don't want to go the drive-in route Um obviously because they're not going to make nearly as much money um so we're going to wait for another year for halloween kills hopefully it's pretty good what did you think of the teaser did you watch the teaser uh, spoiler alert, i didn't watch you the didn't teaser, watch the which teaser. is crazy for me honestly like as anyone would probably know i i did not watch the teaser yet um i watched the initial teaser which was a basically what reruns of or reclips or like unreleased scenes of the 2018 film where they had the Halloween Kills and right, Halloween yeah. Ends. Like, I watched yeah. that when that came out, but I actually did not... I, I've been a little behind this year since the yeah. theaters have been closed, and honestly, there really hasn't been a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you've been gaming a lot. I had... Well, yeah, it's been a big year for gaming. I haven't... Since I moved, I've basically just music. I mean, I've been only yeah. gaming once a week, but... Well, with Resident Evil 3 Remake and Last of Us 2 coming out, those are, like, huge games for me, so... Yeah. That's kind of, like, taken up... Yeah. My time, I guess, my extra time, so... Yeah, the one thing I'll say about the teaser, it does get you pretty hype, but then immediately after I watched it, I was like... Because the the teaser, I, I'm not really spoiling anything, but it starts right when the last film ends, just uh, like Halloween 2. Too. Like, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. right when it ends, and it's just like, why didn't Laurie Strode think of that? Because, like, the, the teaser's only, like, 30 seconds long. It's just, like, a little clip, and it's basically, like... I don't know. I don't know how she didn't plan ahead, but it basically sort of describes how Michael's going to get out of the oh, house. Okay. okay. Um, basically. Um, she was so calculated in the 2018 film. The only, Okay, so it's part of the series, before we, before we get dive into it, it's hard because a lot of these, these films, any kind of, you know, the 70s, 80s series that had multiple sequels almost makes the film before look stupid yeah. a lot of times because they come up with such a great climax i'm talking about friday the 30s nightmare on elm street some of these such a great climax for the film prior and then you're like oh yeah they got them or you know yeah. it's it's done and then they you know backpedal in the first 15 minutes of the film to set up right. a new one and you're like are really like yeah. it's, all, it's always such a hilarious out in my opinion yeah all of them. I, I love it because i love the series but it's like well, he rolled into this ditch and fell down a hill and into the water, and he's not on fire or blown up, and then he just gets up, and a year goes by. Like, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's cool, but at the same time, like... Right. All of these try so hard to get rid of the fantastic climax the sequel had prior. Uh, yeah. And we're going to get into that a little bit and when we go through these. I know. But I'm, yeah. I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but... No, you're good, man. I'm afraid that... I'm sure kills and ends are going to be fantastic, but... Damn, she did a lot of be- she did a lot of work to make sure things were gonna end in the, in that twenty eighteen you know yeah entry yeah but yeah anyway I mean the way so the way I'm I kind of went about compiling my list was first off I decided just to throw out Halloween three not because it's a bad film but just because it doesn't really fit in with what all we're gonna be talking we're just gonna talk about the Michael Myers ones here like Halloween three is good in its own right. But this way we have an even 10, because there's 10 in the series with Michael Myers in them. Um, So I just figured it'd be easier just to leave that one out. Not a bad film by any means, um, but just for the sake of the list, it's just not in there. Uh, Honorable mention, I'm a huge Halloween 3 fan. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Halloween 3, yeah. Tom Atkins, a true legend, a god in my opinion. I've met him twice, which I normally don't... not a big fan of meeting people, but... Yeah. Both times meeting him... We had full conversations, and I had a really good time. He's a fantastic human being and a highly underrated actor, in my opinion. Yeah. But a uh, real real true American man, true American actor. Yeah. Big Tom Atkins fan. Yeah. Um, so just for the sake of people who may not be as familiar with the Halloween franchise, do you still have that image up on your phone, or do you want to explain sort of the, the continuity of these before we get into it? I can pull it up. Yeah, the continuity is... If you're a fan, you obviously know this, but if this is your introduction to the series, um, the first one always counts in these. There's never that discredit the first one. Um, And Halloween 2 is a direct sequel, takes place right then, um, and then that's when it gets a little fuzzy after that. Then they decided, well... So basically there's three main timelines, taking out the remakes. Yeah. There's Halloween, Halloween 2... And then initially it went right to Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers, Halloween 5, Revenge of Michael Myers, and then Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. It's a pretty even timeline across. They continue, uh, you know, things get a little wonky, but they continue the you know, same storyline. Well, flash forward in the 90s a few years, well, they decide to get rid of basically 4 through 6. They released H2O. So so the second timeline, or the new, I don't know, depending on the creators, whatever, how they want to do it. The second timeline is 1, 2, H2O, and Resurrection. So I'm not going to get too deep into that there. I think the first timeline's better because H2O <laughs> and Resurrection are, they're fine, but they're not 4, 5, and 6 in my opinion. Flash forward to 2018, John Carpenter being, you know, very vocal about things, very forward, uh, new creators, everything. Now we have Halloween, the original. Well, now we're going to flash forward 40 years, and Halloween 2018 is now Halloween 2, quote-unquote. Right. And then there's going to be Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. And then you have the two remakes out there, and they're, I mean, just the alternate and alternate universe, you know, alternate... uh, the redneck Vision. universe, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, I mean, basically three different timelines. Almost what you prefer, granted we haven't seen kills or ends yet. Right, So we'll yeah. see. 
Um, as I just said. What, what, what did you say it was this timeline was more messy than another franchise? I can't remember what oh, you were I talking about. I, I was like, I was like, God, this, when I look at this, this is more messy than the Terminator franchise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is almost true. getting true. Yeah. If they will see, we'll see if they do a fourth Halloween timeline. If that is, it's definitely the messiest franchise timeline continuity in history. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have my top 10. Um, I wrote them all down with some basic notes, um, and then how were you? How were you going about See, this process? So, <laughs> <laughs> like buddy, brings me in, brings me in and miles in because I'm gonna wing the fuck out of this, <laughs> and I'm gonna piss everyone off. But I've seen all these multiple times, even 2018 Halloween, which we talked about. Um, I'm gonna mess some stuff up, America. So just just prepare for the ride. Uh, you can yell at me in later podcasts if there's comments or stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to do this right now for my basic recollection of the series, seeing all of them, I, honestly, every single one more than I should, even Resurrection, mm-hmm. with the God Buster Rhymes in it, let's just yeah. be honest. I'll try to maybe not rate that too high, even though, you know, uh, real legends <laughs> in that. Yeah. Uh, and well, by the by the way, this is the definitive ranking. What what we say here, <laughs> that that's how it goes. Like this is we're the experts on the oh, subject, so no my, matter what, my God, we're right. So many people that that I hear this that I know are gonna absolutely hate me after I make my <laughs> ranking. But uh, do you want do you want to start off with you your? Want me to, okay. I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Like say what you're gonna say, but I didn't know if you wanted me to start with my ten first, or you wanted to start with your. 10. Do you want to do all ten, or you want to do five and five, and so we can both kind of bounce back and forth? What do you think? I'll let you be. You're, you're the show. Like, what do you What do you mean five and like how well, do you? I'll do my I'll do my ten through six. You do your ten through six, and then go through. You think, or you want to do all ten down the line? You're the show host. I'll let you decide. Well, last time we did like. I did my ten, and then the next person did his ten. Just that, just so that way we can get our thoughts out. Um, okay. I, I, uh, so I'll... let's stick with that. Maybe when we do another list, we'll try that. Okay. Um, I feel it. I'm, but, just, I'm just asking, and you know, keep it. People might actually tune out if they have to listen to me talk about my garbage top ten. <laughs> but we're gonna see how it goes, right? Do you have a ten? So have you? So here's the thing: the ten should be easy. Which one of these do you hate the most? Oof. And I have I laid out all the DVDs and Blu-rays here in front of us just so we can look at them. I guess. But. I I appreciate that because like yeah. I said, we're going. I'm willy nilly right now, America. So, man, I'm gonna fucking piss some people off to start. You know what? One I think is the most overrated film in the franchise, and that honestly, half the film. And I just talked about this last week when we were hanging out. Is Josh Hartnett and his fucking long sleeves. <laughs> H2O is probably my least favorite Halloween. Yeah. And that's that's a that's, very that's, unpo- a bold, that's a bold pick for number very 10. Unpopular opinion. So I'm going to get right to it. It's boring. <laughs> Most of the film, it, the early part of the film is boring to me. Yeah. I don't know, what do you think? I I, I, I mean, know. I have it slightly higher on mine. It's yeah. definitely not in the upper epsilon of the films. I no. certainly wouldn't give it number 10. Um, there's one that I think is much worse. I think mine might be a controversial number 10, honestly. Okay. Um, but yeah, explain, explain why just, you don't like H2O that much. Because I know you've told me, but tell the, tell the people. And it's good that our lists are different, because, I mean, if we're just sitting here stroking the films off the whole time, I mean, like, and agreeing on everything, it's gonna be boring. So I'm glad that we sort of disagree on some stuff. To start, I understand how they wanted to change... 
the timeline. They wanted to do things differently. I get it. They wanted to get that whole teen horror market that started with not started essentially started with Scream. I know it's you last summer. So they toned things down. They did this. First of all, to me, the kills in H two O are boring and uninspired. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's. I can I, see that. I, I feel like they're very basic. I'm not. I don't need a uh, uh, FYI. I don't need a big body count to film at all. But to get this deep in the franchise and how weak the kills were, or how uninterested, even more so in a lot of the characters I was that they died, you're really taking the first seventy minutes of the film, and it's so much filler just to get to that final climax with Laurie and Michael, and I get that's the whole point of the film, but nothing surrounding it to me is overly interesting. Even even her backstory and how she got to be where she was and her son, the whole characters, all of that. Right. It just it did doesn't click for me. Anytime I watch it, it, it just just yeah. doesn't do it for me. I don't yeah. know what to say. I mean it's not but the thing is it's not a bad film. Yeah. It's just I mean, okay, the ending, the ending, could it, could it have been a great ending to the Halloween series? I suppose. But if that was the last film in the Halloween series, I would be vastly disappointed. Um, what didn't you like about the ending? I like, okay, the whole, spoiler alert, if anyone's listening. And spoiler alert to all, all of these. All, yeah, honestly, I mean, like, just, yeah. if you haven't seen it, whatever. But her cutting his head off or whatever and the when he's trapped in the tree or whatever that is there at the end it's a great ending but honestly even the chase and everything that happens that are up to that point is a little weak for me like it's not very memorable when I, I'm trying to rack my brain I mean his death quote unquote is memorable uh, but I still the film leading up to it just it just doesn't justify. I don't know. It's just not. It's not for me. I guess I'll put. I'll leave it at that. All right. Cool. Yeah, I have it a little higher on mine, but after listening to you, I might actually flip around two of them. Oh. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll don't see how I feel. Don't sway you. I just you know what? We're probably gonna rewatch some of these this fall. I'm gonna oh, yeah. make you make you do that. You know, we're, we're, I'm gonna you know, but. Yeah, because obviously, like, just like you have, I've seen all of these a million times, but I haven't seen a lot of them in a while. Same. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so my number 10, I also feel is a controversial pick. Um, I don't know how you're going to feel about this one, but my number 10 is Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. It's, you know what, that's not... uh... I didn't know what your pick was going to be, honestly. I actually didn't know the format we were going. So us going back and forth right here is great. This is, yeah, I actually yeah. like this a lot. <laughs> America, I was misunderstood on the format. Don't you know? It is what it is. I actually enjoy this going back and forth right now. I'm just putting that out there. Five. It's hard because me, I'm like, I, you could put the list in anything. There's only a few that I think I would be like, <laughs> like question it a little bit. Like, if you were, like, number 10, Halloween 1978, I'd be like, I'd throw the mic, I'd honestly throw the mic across the fucking room, be like, I'm leaving, man, a good podcast. Yeah. Um, So just to defend my pick a little bit, this is the one that I think is boring. I think all the kills in this are a little bit uninspired, and 
honestly, like, the human characters, that, like, oh, well, I mean, they're all human, but, like, the characters that we're supposed to relate to in this are some of the most annoying characters of all time. Okay, um, yeah, and yeah, it really... I can support that. And, yeah, I can support that. And the film loses all suspense when half of the film is just the one dude playing pranks the whole time in the Michael Myers mask and the get-up. Yeah. So when Michael is actually around... You're like, okay, well, is this just the guy playing a prank again and he's going to pull up the mask and laugh like an idiot or whatever? Is it actually going to happen? And then when it actually happens, you don't really care as much, I guess, because um, all this stuff's going on. And that's not the only film that's had people dressed up as Michael Myers, obviously. But this one really overdid it. Um, Also, the mask in this one is absolutely repulsive. It's one of the worst Michael Myers masks I've ever seen. Um, The neck is really long and... The face, I, I don't. But here's the thing: even if you look at the cover of this one, it they're u- they're using, using the original. The original yeah, they're using know, the original mask. That's not that, the mask yeah. in the film. No, it's but not. if you look on the back of the case here, look at that neck. Then I was gonna say the neck. Yeah, hundred fifty percent. The neck is like the most long. It looks like a like a kid wearing an oversized mask, even on an adult. Yeah, and just a, a couple other things about the film that I think just make it the worst one. Um, I feel like it's almost like a betrayal of Loomis's character. I don't want to say like a betrayal, but like the whole ending part where he's holding Jamie Lloyd in the basement, like using her as bait, basically. Yeah. Like it's just kind of like really out of place. Um, and it's really ridiculous when, uh, spoiler alert for the film, uh, we said that already, but when he's sitting in jail at the end wearing the mask, <laughs> I'm just like, come on, man. <laughs> Um, it's just so ridiculous. I don't know. Like, half of it's boring and half of it's, like, absolutely, like, absurd. Um, so I don't know. Like, that's why, for me, that one is the worst one out of the franchise. Um, might be a controversial pick to some, um, but for me, I, that's the one I find myself watching the least. They hit the late, you know, 80, the late 80s, especially for some of these franchises, they're on such weak legs. Like, they're like... Fuck, we made four sequels. We made five sequels. We made six sequels. What the hell did we do to get the people back? Because honestly, it's, it, the 80s was about excess. It was about money. Everything was about money. Yeah. The people, half the people that made these films, the producers, they didn't give a shit yeah. about what it was produced <laughs> as long as it was something to get asses in seats, which is a wrestling thing right there yeah. as well. Right. Can we get enough people to come back to make 10, 20, 30 million, which back then was a ton of money? They're producing these things on a million, two million dollar, three million dollar budget. Right. Marketing with that, okay, well, if they spend five million to do it, they make 10 to 20, 30 at the minimum. They've made their money. They've made enough to make another sequel if they want to. So the late 80s, they're like, I kind of like it because nowadays people don't take the risks that they take. Right, yeah. They were, yeah, you got to respect it, but yeah. Anything on the wall, they're like, could we have this person end up here doing this, doing this? Michael Myers travels down a river when he yeah. fell out of an explosive thing and lands in some hillbilly's <laughs> tree fort, and he's here doing That is one thing I like. Okay, so the two things I like about the film. I like that he ends up with that hermit because I, I, like fe- I feel like that is also a slight reference to Bride of Frankenstein mm, when he's okay. like the, the hobo guy like teaches Frankenstein English and stuff. Um, with the twist that Michael Myers kills the guy or whatever. But, um, and the other thing I like are the cops. The cops are actually funny in this. Yeah. Um, a lot of people I know don't like the cops. Um, and then just one last thing I'll say about this one. I don't know if you have anything else to say. Um, but you can say more when it's in your ranking. Um, 
But the last thing I'll say is I don't like... Like, we talked about how some films will end on such, like, a good climax and then the next film. This one, like, with the with such the high you get at the end of Halloween 4, um, which we'll get into, they completely scrap it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. But, yeah. I feel like the Halloween franchise kind of does that a fair amount. Like, that's why I was really yeah. talking about the climaxes. They'll have some great climaxes and then be like, fuck, we need a sequel. What are we going to yeah. do? You know? Like. Right. Even more so than Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. They kind of, when they did those, they were kind of smart, like, well, Climax is good, but we have a guaranteed way that we can <laughs> shoe in something else for the next one. Like, yeah. Uh, Michael Myers, they're like, we basically exploded his whole body or lit him on fire, possibly, or shot him with a thousand bullets. And they're like, well, let's find a way to do this, do yeah. this, do this to get back. Um, I don't really have any other thoughts on Five uh, right now, honestly, yeah. yeah. What would you put as your ninth film? Huh. I'm probably going to go with Resurrection. Resurrection? Just keep... So you're really not a fan of the, the second timeline? I, Resurrection is entertaining as hell. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, it's a product of its time. The actor and actresses are very much a product of their time. I mean, we look at them on here... I mean, come on now. Tyra Banks, Busta Rhymes. I mean, it. They really, really much a product of the early two thousands. I mean, and honestly, like, again with the franchise, they had an essential ending. I guess you could say, and they're like, well, what if we did this? And then you know, went right into the whole reality and kind of, like, pre-YouTube everything, like... Right. Stuff like that, which I don't... I can't remember the box office on this, but if it, it, you know, connected with the audience or not, but uh, I do love the the, the opening part of the film when when he kills her. Yeah. Because it's, it's intense, it grips you right off the bat, but then you're left with... You know, <laughs> whatever the, it is, the, the haunted the, house the, after the, that the haunted reality show, essentially, and it's fine, like it's entertaining, but it's probably, in my opinion, the absolute least necessary Halloween film ever. Oh, I, I could agree with that. It's the like least it's, necessary it's one. Just not. It's completely a cash grab. Even having the actor and actresses in this is it's. Such a complete cash grab, um, and yeah, but the but the first fifteen minutes amazing. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Bust, good. Buster Rhymes doing all his trick or treat, motherfucker. That whole sequence. I mean, the uh, probably the it's either the low point or the high point <laughs> in a very funny <laughs> way, depending, depending how you look at it. Yeah, but it's honestly all I have to say about it. I mean, it just it's a very unnecessary sequel. Uh, I love that. They, I guess they made. Michael get his wishes after all these years. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it. It's weird. It's it's a flip side of the coin. H two O. Lori got her, you know, just desserts. Resurrection. Michael got his. It. It's interesting, yeah. you know. It's kind of yeah. like to see what they what they did, you know. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about it a little more when I get to it on my list. Um, it's coming up pretty soon, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't have it at nine. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's coming. Number nine, another maybe controversial pick, but um, Halloween nine 
for uh, the ninth Halloween <laughs> on my list, not Halloween number nine. Actually, actually, it was the ninth Halloween film to come out, the Rob Zombie one. Oh, That's okay. my number nine on the list. Right, the okay. Rob Zombie original Halloween. All right. Um, controversial because I actually have H2 above it on my list, um, which is a little surprising. I don't know. You might agree with me. I don't know. I'm Internet. not spoil, but we'll see. But yeah. um, I just feel like this one, the beginning is so, like, the whole backstory stuff is just so bad to me. Um, I don't like the child actor, and I don't like how unnecessarily big they made michael once he grows up like he's like seven feet tall like ridiculous like to me like yeah i mean he can be like a little muscular or whatever but he's not fucking the big show or like like, you know what i mean like our gargantuan of a man yeah and just like and i feel like once it finally gets going like there's parts of the backstory that i don't mind too much um like some of it's interesting i guess like if you want to have that twist on it um, to me, it's just always less is more is better as far as the backstory goes. Um, like with the Joker, like I like I don't want to see Joker's back. Although the film Joker was great, great. and everything. Yeah. Um, just for me, it's always more terrifying when you don't really see what's going on. I feel like Michael Myers is the perfect example, depiction, however you want to say it, of less is more. Yeah. Where. To make Jason and Freddy survive all these things, do all this, the way they are kind of, in my mind, designed these characters, I don't mind having multiple backstories for them, yeah. or more in-depth ones, where Michael Myers just being the it, shape. It's just, always more mysterious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, I mean, besides that, once it gets going, I just feel like it tries too hard to emulate the original instead of trying to be its own thing. Because the, the beginning portion, it's its own thing. I mean, obviously, right. none of that was in the original but then it starts like re even recreating some of the shots and stuff right and it's just not as good um yeah i mean i don't know i'm not the biggest fan of the uh the original remake um yeah so that's why i have it as number nine we were on number nine i thought we're number eight you were on your number. Okay, yeah, that was my number yeah, nine. I'm, we're on I'm, your. I'm, we're on your number. I'm only a few in. I'm already completely lost. I'm on my but. third right now. Thanks for the. Uh, we're, we're drinking Sam Adams Jack O' Lantern Pumpkin Ale right now. Yeah. But I had two Stellas before this. So Steve, yeah, there we go. Well, I had two beers too. But please um, drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah, I I oh, good. I ate before I came, so I'll probably yeah. be all right. But trying to keep track here, America. I'm looking. I'm staring directly into this pile of Halloween films, and I'm like recollecting all like all the I keep seeing like different scenes different images I'm trying to keep on track with this here for my number eight if I really want to be honest I'll probably go with Rob Zombie's Halloween remake as well okay so it's a good segue because I didn't even have to talk about it and you're cool. <laughs> to be honest and then um, we'll just set we'll set this one right here so we can keep track of your order so we know which ones you've said and what ones you haven't so Halloween the director's cut unrated no, specifically. Specifically, yeah. You know, when they had, what did they have? Like, didn't they have like three endings to this? Then that I can't remember. Because there's like a three disc edition that he has. Is there really? Yeah, I've never seen. I've heard one of them is a significantly better film, but yeah, they had a three disc for this. The only ending that I've seen, the one I think it's the one that's on there. Actually, I don't even know if I've watched this DVD, but I saw it in theaters, and it's the one where he gets shot in the face or whatever. Right, right, right. This one, it's kind of a, for me, it's a by-the-numbers film, even with the backstories and stuff. I mean, it's a standard remake, reimagining. 
I, funny, I actually went and saw it with one of my exes, her mom, oh, yeah. <laughs> and her mom's best friend who was in town for the weekend. Was so your ex was, with you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because okay, yeah. you were just like, I actually saw it with oh, my no, ex's oh, yeah, mom. Yeah, I, I, I tried to put my ex, my ex's mom, you know. All, I saw it with three women, and they had a great time. I had a, I had a really good time, to be honest. I mean, I especially because... I'm a slut for any kind of horror <laughs> sequel in, in the theaters. I'm like, yeah, let's go. I don't care if it's hot yeah. garbage. I mean, whatever. But actually, this came out end of August, actually. It, it did. Out, yeah, it was, yeah. It, was the end, it was the end of August. I remember that. Around the same, almost similar time to what it is now, or where we are right now. Um, it's, not, it's not horrible. It's fine. Like, I'm, I'm a Rob Zombie fan. I don't think it's... I'm not that, you know, upper tier of... He can do no wrong, right? Because I saw what was what did, what came out. Didn't that come out earlier this year? Was it last year? What three Sorry, from hell? Three from hell. Maybe that was last year. I saw three from hell. Three from hell is not as easily his worst film. Is it? Really? I haven't watched it. The yet. first half of it. The second half is pretty good. The first half is fucking horrible, and I don't care who uh, who wants to disagree with me. It is bad. <laughs> it's not, and I'm not one to normally say. I like bad stuff, in all honesty. Yeah. But it's pretty... You're sitting in there, you're kind of watching, you're like... Yeah. <laughs> God, this dial. Everything that's happening is kind of bad. Like, not even fun bad. It was 2019. I remember who I went and saw it with. And we were both kind of like... Oh, <laughs> I don't this, know about I this. I hope this gets better, because I paid to go to the premiere. And right. I want, like, his, like, introduction and, like, some other right, stuff, yeah, too. Because yeah. so. it got, like, a very limited release. Yeah, he had, like, three different releases. They were all limited, and each one of the days had some sort of different oh, really? thing you could get. Like, one day was a Q&A, one day was uh, an introduction, the other day was Devil's Rejects back-to-back with a, you know, oh, really? a sequel. Right. Um... Second half, three from hell, very fun. First half, I know we're in the middle of Halloween, but I'm just throwing it out there. It's a newer film. Make sure it's a two to three, five dollar rental, no yeah. more, because it's <laughs> no. not. I like Rob Zombie, but he must have been half asleep for at least the first half of the film because it was not good. And speaking of Rob Zombie, so the Halloween remake was your number seven. So my eight. See, you're getting off. No, that's your seven. See, because you had five resurrection in that, so that's your number seven. I correct? had H two O resurrection. That's oh fuck, ten. So, oh, so nine, gotta put this. Eight. So we'll put this back. Where's H two O at, bro? Right here. Or, okay. See, look. So, you know, the so host number is even so, all no, because we're getting the DVDs all messed up. Okay. So H two O was your seven. I mean, your ten. Ten. Nine. Eight. eight. All right. So, so you're eight. On your so eight. I'm on my eight. Yeah. My eight is H two, Rob Zombie H two. Okay, is my number eight. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I here's the thing that I like about it and what gives it the edge over his original remake to me. It's free from the shackles of having to be a remake. It was finally able to be its own thing, whether its own thing was good or not. I mean, that's up for you guys to debate. Um, but I like that he was actually able to go further into his redneck horror, which has sort of been like his staple. It has some of the most hilarious moments in all of the entire franchise. <laughs> yes, um, it does. I mean, uh. Michael Myers goes to a strip club. Michael Myers goes to a hospital and stabs a nurse 
a billion times. So many times. We were talking about this the other day. So many. And um, I can't. Uh, does, does anyone know? If anyone knows, let somehow comment on one of Buddy's things because I don't know how many times he stabs that woman. In this. Take a shot every time he stabs her. It's at least seven or eight. Yeah, we're, she's beyond dead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just like how weird it gets. I mean, you have the visions of like this unicorn with Michael Myers' mom yeah. walking around. Um, the walking scenes without the mask. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's unmasked for a lot of it. The ending, I've seen both of the endings, like the director's cut ending and the theatrical ending. Both the endings are terrible. I, I, <laughs> like, I can't, I can't defend either of the endings. Uh, I'm not a fan of Michael Myers talking. Um, I think he says, like, die or kill or something, like, towards the end. Something. He, like, confronts Loomis and he's like, kill, or, like, yeah. so, like something stupid. Um, I don't like what they did with Loomis' character at all. But even with all those negative things about it, I still think it, think it has more positives to put it slightly above um, the original Halloween remake. Um, but still not in the upper echelon of films at all. So that was your eight. So now I'm at the hard, the hard part in my list where what because there's there's, this is where it starts to get where I could kind of depending on my given mood day kind of throw a few of them in here so my number seven ugh hmm this is where I'm like really torn right now yeah between three films actually it's not even like an easy between three yeah so all right. I would tell you my seven, but it wouldn't help you out at all because it's already on your, your bottom tier ah, there. So. All right. Okay, so in any given day, probably the next three films could change depending on my mood. And yeah, honestly, the middle of the list are always the hardest because it's like, what do you do? I guess I'll go with five. Okay. So uh, five, that's kind of like uh, a lot of your talking points were uh, – we're very valid, obviously. Uh, this hilarious cover that's not any... I don't even... I will say I like the I like the cover of it, but it's not even the, the same right, mask. Right. Yeah. Uh, film starts off great. A lot of these... Some of these... I will say probably the Halloween franchise, compared to some of them, has very strong starts in every film. That first 15, 20 minutes... Oh, yeah. I ...gets mean, you yeah. extremely gripped in every single one of them. And a lot of times you're like, wait, what did I watch? <laughs> Compared to like what comes the next like right. 20, 30 minutes after that. Because yeah. it's, it's you know, we talked about it. The whole him surviving the blast in the river, the hobo, being taken care of for a year. It's, a, it's kind of an interesting way to keep him where he is for a whole year until the next Halloween. I thought that right. was... Right. And they came out and They good. came out the next year, right? One was like 88, yeah, one was they, 89. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was right back to back, which was nice. They probably... With the mask difference, I don't know. But I know they shot them pretty damn close together. Yeah. Um, I need some pumpkin ale. You know, we're getting, yeah. we're getting into the list right there. Yeah. Um, we're getting to the midway point of the list pretty soon here. So I, I, I will I will say a lot of the, the people... Who survives? This is bad to say, but... Who are the main people that survive from four to five? I feel like they changed their characters in five. Like, they made them more unlikable, which is kind of like what you were touching on. I honestly can't remember all the ones that remain. I know there's, like, the Tina girl. I can't remember. Tina. She, was she in four? She was in four, and I feel like however she acted in five was either her role was significantly reduced or 
she was just completely unlikable in five compared to four. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that all of the roles were lessened besides Jamie, Loomis, and Myers. Yeah. Well, I, even still, because, like, I, I already spoke my piece about five, but just, like, I don't know, after the ending of Halloween 4, when she's, like, set up to be the next killer or whatever, they completely scrapped the idea. Right. Um, and then I already said my thing about Loomis at the end, who completely breaks character for a while. It, but You gotta think Loomis, too, as we're talking about the franchise. We can kind of throw this in there. Loomis has a very interesting character arc because he definitely loses all of his initial self-confidence in the case as the yeah, series goes on. Right. In one and two, he's very confident. He's like, I know how to get this guy and all Michael that. Michael Myers is the boogeyman. He's the face, this and this. He can't do this. But I'm still confident I can find a way to either get him back to some sort of restraint or kill him. Or, But as, as it goes on, they just completely... He gets to, desperate. He gets I mean, super like, desperate, almost demented. Like, yeah, that's the only thing with yours where you're like, he's completely out of character. But you got to think about where he would be at that point. How they yeah. started depicting him because now he spent the better part of a decade beyond obsessed, like more obsessed than, than he was when he was a child. Right. Because now he's like, God, it's my fault. I can't fucking kill this dude. I can't do. I. I'm still alive, but I can't get anyone else to, you know, I can't make this happen. Yeah. And everyone around me is dying. Yeah. Where he almost probably dehumanizes Jamie, where he's just like, this is just a pawn. This is a tool. Yeah. This is like, that's what I mean. That's where yeah. it's like, I don't know. I like, for me, that sort of crosses the line a little bit where he's going to put like a 10 year old life at risk or something. But like, I see what you're saying. Like, I that's, yeah, that yeah. was my other side of the coin where it's like, God, he's been... Can you imagine chasing something for 10 years of your life and fucking up every single yeah. time? I mean, being just being honest, <laughs> yeah. like, it's literally become your whole life. And, it's fucking up. <laughs> and fucking up, watching a guy kill 20, 30 other people and surviving every damn Halloween. So, yeah. I'm gonna cut him a little slack. Okay. But yeah. I don't really have much more to say about 5. I can't disagree with you that there is some boring parts. I've seen 5 a lot, but mm. I honestly... At, at this moment in time, can't remember a lot of the kills, which is kind of like disappointing to me because we're doing this right now. But I, yeah. I'm just going off the top of my head. I mean, just, I, I mean, it's time. just like I said. I think it has some of the least memorable ones. Um, like I can't really think of any right now it, either. It, yeah, it must because I can't remember hell from it, honestly. So let's, yeah. you know, there it is. You got it. Yeah. So now we're finally on to number seven. I got a little screwed up. It's a little hard when you're going back to back because you did eight, I and I was like, okay, seven's next. Yeah. But so my number seven is already in your stack there. My seven is Resurrection. Um, it's a little I, high, but yeah, I, I mean. A <laughs> little high. <laughs> You'll be mad when you see where H2O is. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm ready for it, though. Continue. But uh, so Resurrection, again, all the things that you had already said, completely valid. Um, it's again, the pre early internet age. Um, but I do appreciate that they did try to adapt to the times instead of rehashing the same thing over and over again. No, that's cause I mean, yeah. at this point, this was the, the eighth right? film or whatever. Yeah. yeah. This was the eighth film. It's the early two thousands. Um, so at that point, people who were going to the, the cinemas, they didn't want to see the same thing over and over and over and over again. You know what right. I mean? That was 
an 80s thing. It's like, all right, another Friday the 13th is coming out. Everyone's going to go see it. Didn't, if I remember right, as we're looking through the stack, the guy who directed Resurrection actually directed... He didn't direct two. No, because that was... I couldn't uh, tell you. He did. Did he I really? I was right. That was the, that was the trivia. The so, guy who directed Resurrection directed Halloween 2. Huh. So... Uh, fun... I thought... That's very the thing fun in my head. fact. I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm like... Because there's some weird coincidences with the series where like they brought people back to produce or write or do things... Yeah. Very much farther down the line. Huh, I did not know. I mean, yeah. I, never, I don't usually pay attention. To, well, with Halloween, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, you're the, this guy directed this kind of guy. So, like, yeah, you would know that. I, yeah, I usually, I used to be better, even better at that. But I had a feeling, I'm like, I'm pretty sure the guy who did 2 did Resurrection. Huh. Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost exactly 20 years apart. I think it's 21. Legal age. Uh, I don't know, you know, whatever. Sorry, internet. I'll throw yeah. that in there, but uh, yeah, but yeah, it's crazy how many years are in between. Yeah, that's why. I, yeah, I, did I didn't know that. But yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say. I mean, I appreciate what it did. Uh, Buster Rhymes is a trip. Uh, I mean, he. I will say this: the film is not boring. No. It, it, it at least try like no. with with five and some of the other ones. Like it get it borderline boring territory for some of this. I'm never bored in Resurrection. I haven't seen it in about a decade. Um, but I remember it being a lot of fun, um, even though, obviously, it's not high-class cinema or anything. Mm. Um, but I had fun with it. I enjoy it more than my 8 through 10 picks, so. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, now I am on 6. You're on your 6th, yeah. This is where it gets dicey again, because this one's going to piss off. Your boy Dynamite Jared, if, if, this, if I'm feeling about this. Yeah. but uh, Oh, he's not going to listen to this bag. You don't have to oh, worry. Oh, come on. What, yeah. I should give him some credit? I don't know. He uh, he probably won't. He'll probably be too pissed or mixed already to shut it off 15 minutes ago or something. Maybe not, though. Um, I'm going to go with Halloween 2018. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, There's no judgment here, man. No, I know. We're getting in the... Uh, you know, it... It's a fun film. It's a good, it's a good film. It's a lot of fun. Kills are good. Couple the soundtrack because John Carpenter did it. It's phenomenal. Oh yeah, I actually own it on on album. I, I when it came out, I was listening to it a ton when I was doing housework and yeah. on the twenty eighteen soundtrack. But uh, good kills. Good solid story. Um, I don't really care about any of the other characters, says Lori, which is kind of sucks. Cause I know they try to yeah. put a lot of investment in the granddaughter or whatever. Yeah, I, maybe she's just not fully fleshed out enough for me. Because I saw it a couple times. I really tried. I've tried to give this film quite a bit of credit and like really like. Yeah. Uh, and you rewatched it a number of times. I've I, saw, I, I only saw it in theaters twice, I think, and then after that, I saw it. But. It's good. I mean, it's good. It's a good yeah. film. I don't. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah. yeah I'm so. It's not I'm desensitized to Halloween films, but you're so late in the yeah. franchise, right? You're yeah. Like, you're like, uh, there's some great chase scenes. There's that one scene that's super memorable where he like steps out from behind uh, some sort of like s- stone. Like they're like, nah, it's not a pillar. It's almost like a f- not a fence, but some sort of like 
You know what I'm talking about? Where he steps out from the shadows and the music cues perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's, like, behind. It's almost like it's some sort of stone. Right. Uh, block, you know. I don't I I'm not blockade. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm, yeah. I'm, but anyways, we're losing viewers as right now. But uh, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hugh's perfect. Right. He chases the girl. I mean, there's a couple scenes that are brilliant. The scene where he is walking through the crowded uh, trick-or-treating yeah. street. Phenomenal. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. The one, couple, the there's one a few take, scenes yeah. in this that are just brilliant. Yeah. Amazing. Like, but I'm at the point where myself... I've seen it all before. Yeah. I mean, with it, I mean, right. honestly, it's good. It's real good. Even the whole final, you know, ending, whatever with Lori and stuff like that. It's great. It's real good. Pretty sure if I remember right, they hinted at that whole final sequence way too hard in the trailers. Yeah, they did. So like, I was kind of a little bit like decent. I mean, you kind of already knew a lot of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. there was going to be some sort of final confrontation escape room yeah you know booby trapped house you know whatever um and then i don't want to say it's very anticlimactic but it happens they get out it ends uh a very almost tcm yeah ending you know and you're kind of just like oh okay all right yeah (laughs) yeah you know i mean they really didn't pull there was no tricks no whatever i mean yes it's it's kind of just in there for me it's good I don't know. Yeah. So for my next pick on the list, this is one of the ones where I was like, all right, I might flip-flop too, but I'm just going to go with my original thought. I'm not going to let you influence me at all. I'm just going to go with what I have written down. So my six is Halloween six. Nice. So for a lot of people, this is one of the weaker ones. For me, I have it in about the middle of the list. I think that's where it deserves to be. That's actually the producer's cut right there. I actually have two copies of Halloween 6 right there. So, yeah, there's the producer's cut, and then there's the theatrical cut. Um, I have a lot of nostalgia for this film. Um, a lot of people hate it very, very much. Paul Rudd is in it, but he doesn't have much to do. Um, and Miles just went to use the restroom for a little bit, so I'm filling time. A lot of the things I want to save until he gets here so I can get his reaction for it. So, we're going to take a little bit of a pause for the cause here and wait for Miles to get back. Are you tired of plain old breakfast? Cereal is not sugary enough? Are you tired of burnt pancakes and waffles? Then you need slapjacks! The slap I got your face that it cause a chemical reaction to heat up! No cooking required, just slap and eat! Don't believe us? Here's a satisfied customer! Slapjacks are the best breakfast food ever made. Slapjacks, slap those smiles back. <laughs> you heard it here, kids. Slapjack saves lives. Order at www.slapjacks.com. All right, so we're back. Um, so, yeah, we're talking Halloween 6. I have a lot of nostalgia for it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a lot of things could have done, could have been done way better in it. But I still think it's a very, very entertaining film. Um, the kills are great. I mean, you got a head explosion. Such, um, such One thing, and, yeah, at, like as I said, it's never boring. Um, I do think that I prefer the original cut over the producer's cut. Same, I agree. Have you, you've seen both? Yeah, yep, I agree. I actually have the producer's cut on Blu-ray, but I haven't watched it yet. When I saw the producer's cut, I saw 
like the shitty like Blu-ray. I mean bootleg, yeah, I, whatever. That's the only one I've seen too. So yeah. I, and when you watch the producer's cut, yeah, let me come over and watch. Yeah. That so we'll, so maybe the real the the actual official producer's cut could maybe rank it a little higher, but. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of the cult stuff. Here's the thing. I would have loved the cult stuff if it was if it was slightly different. I don't like Michael Myers as a pawn of a cult. Yes. And, and like I, I don't want to see Mike I, I don't want to see Michael Myers as a cult leader either. Like I, I mean he'd never talk or anything, but I, when I was coming up with this list, how cool of an idea would it be is if there's just a cult surrounding Michael Myers. Like, there were people that were worshipping him because he was killing all these people. That's why they broke him out of jail. That's why all this stuff's going on. And that's why he's been protected for so long, um, at least throughout the Thorn trilogy, because people are out there idolizing Michael Myers. I I thought that would have been a fantastic idea. It would have been great. Um, Sign me up. Honestly, I'm... I'm John Carpenter, I'm out there if you want me to remake Halloween (laughs) 6 for you. I'm a huge curse of michael myers fan uh even though you, we obviously because i haven't even got to that in my right series, so i'm ranking it high enough yeah um i love the tone of the film especially for when it was released in 95 uh because it was just pre-teen horror right and horror in the mainstream was kind of at it was almost non-existent yeah. For 94 to 96 was kind of like this weird year, a couple years where mainstream horror was just almost just not there at all. Especially well, a franchise yeah. a sequel released in theaters. I mean, just in general, like that whole period of like the mid-90s was just sort of like a dark age of cinema. Because like, I mean, not to get super off topic, but like once Jurassic Park came out, like that was like such a high... Like, after that, you either had films that were trying to be that big-budget blockbuster, or there was just, like, a lot of, like, filler stuff. Like, yeah. it was just... Ve- the the mid to late 90s were very, very difficult, in my opinion. I agree, actually, yeah. But, yeah, as you were saying. No, I'm... You know, it it's a very dark film. They pulled a lot of punches. The kills were... Ext- I mean, a, a head explosion kill in the mid-90s in a major film is insane that they even got that. <laughs> I don't even know what they had to do to get that approved. And that was part of the reshoots. Like, they wanted that in there because that yeah. wasn't in it in the the cult producer's cut or whatever. Yeah, that was it, something they were like, all right, we got to have something crazy happen in this. I feel like it's almost a final, I'm giving a lot of praise, but almost a final <laughs> ode to a lot of 80s cinema. Almost yeah. like the final shebang because... Obviously, as decades go, usually the first two to three years is a lot of bleed over from the previous decade. You'll right. watch stuff that's from 1990, 1991, and it's so fucking it's 80s. So 80s it's, yeah. you know, or well, whatever. decades are never defined by the year. Um, because, like, I, I talk about this all the time, and, like, when you're talking about the 60s, you're not talking about the early 60s. You're really talking about the late, late 60s, 60s, early yeah. 70s. Yeah. Like, you're talking about the 90s, like, you're talking about the mid 90s to the early 2000s, basically. Like, it's not like well, I guess this this year actually is the difference because twenty twenty hit and the world is completely different. Twenty twenty, yeah. This but other than pretty, that, it will probably be pretty definitive. These yeah. decades will probably be pretty definitive. But like, it's not like as soon as it hit nineteen ninety, like the world changes and there's a big cultural difference. It takes a little bit of time for that to happen. It, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, I agree. But still, to be ninety five and yeah. doing some of the kills they did in it. 
even how dark the cinema was, I almost want to say stuff like maybe The Crow or other stuff like that, the right. super dark visual cinema that came out in like 93, 94, yeah. almost could have influenced some of this shooting on this. Yeah. Because it was very, you know, very dark, very dark colors, almost like almost like blue matte almost where like oh yeah there are a lot of shat like bluish shadows bluish things like that does that make sense oh yeah yeah yeah, i know what you're saying uh uh, i feel like there was a very weird time in the 90s where like stuff like dark city i'm a huge fan of jersey dark city i haven't seen it no (laughs) dark city phenomenal film if anyone hasn't seen it dark city the crow um even the cover i mean look i didn't even think about this the cover has a bluish yeah it does tint it's a blue over, tint over, over everything yeah over everything i mean it's a very i see I what you're saying yeah it's it i love the way it's shot i love the kills i actually love the characters um it's going to get ranked high spoiler alert i will and and just as a side note since you mentioned the cover that's the best mask out of the thorn trilogy mm-hmm. so just as a, a hands, little sidebar there hands down um so now we're at the midpoint What's your uh, number five? My number five. This is also where it gets... Gets a little dicey. It's a little dicey, but... Man, man, people are screaming because of how, how I feel about it. I will go... I'll go Halloween 2, 2009, Rob Zombie. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. I'm a... I can respect that. I'm a big fan of this film. It's the anti-Halloween Halloween film, and I love that for it because I'm always one of those people that if something need, needs to... If they're going to remake... The remake trend was a real thing. No, anyone wants to talk shit on it, anything like that, it's fine. The remake trend had a, a, a 10 to 12-year span. We're talking about including J-horror remakes. Or to, and, everything, and everything, everything. I mean, it was... People just said, let's remake this in my own vision. And you know what? Now that remakes really aren't in in fashion anymore i respect a lot of them because a lot of people just wanted to retell stories and the thing is too people forget so many films are retold throughout history yeah i mean look at look at the thing and the thing 1982 yeah you know, i mean things completely like that, different like, completely films different films Granted, but it's still the retelling a, of the same uh, there's a lot more originality in some of these remakes that were you know you look at even before the remake trend totally blew up i mean you know the haunting, how you know stuff like that. Uh, the my brain's not working. <laughs> the haunting at Hill House, yeah, or whatever. Haunting, it, yeah, yeah there stuff was like the, that. I mean, there's there's yeah. all sorts of different. I had a brain fright there, guys. I'm sorry, but stuff like that. I mean, the haunting might come up a little later, by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. But well, stuff like that. I mean, people have been remaking cinema since the dawn of cinema, so. Yeah. Or sequels, because honestly, let's think about it. Early sequels, a lot of them were the new director's own vision of what they thought that story was. Technically, right. I mean, I mean, sequels. I mean, not not sequels. Remakes have always been a thing, even since the dawn of cinema. So, like, I can't really knock people too much for wanting to do remakes because, I mean, if you look at film history from like the twenties and thirties and stuff, a lot of films from the thirties were actually remakes of stuff that were in the twenties. But it's like, oh, the, the technology is so much better. Like, and it's a lot of times it's the same director. It's like, all right, I need to make this again, again right. the way that I wanted it to be. Um, but yeah, I digress. But uh, yeah. no, you're fine. Uh, Halloween two just 
It's weird. Uh, it really highlights a lot of what Rob Zombie could do. Because I feel like I like Devil's Rejects, actually. Oh, when I first saw House of a Thousand Corpses, I was <laughs> not really a big fan. I thought it was a bunch, I thought it was overrated. I thought it looked cool, but I thought it was overrated. It really... I hate to use the word amateurish because I love amateur filmmaking, but I just thought it was way too hyped. Devil's Rejects came out, and I was like, ah, okay, I see... It was much more polished, but yet keeping the dirtiness. Yeah, yeah, it was... (laughs) He started to understand filmmaking. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And then he did Halloween, and I'm like, you know what? That's a pretty damn good remake compared to the other remakes that were out. Right. I mean, just in general. But it lacked... It just lacked originality. And then he goes, well... Now that I made the studios $100 million... <laughs> right. Now Let me do I'm what gonna, I want. I'm gonna, I'm, they're going to give me the money. They gave him double the budget on Halloween 2 mm-hmm. from Halloween 1. And he goes, well, now I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because I actually don't care what, how much money I make. Granted, luckily, he was already a semi-wealthy man before filmmaking. Yeah. Then made studios money. Yeah. So he had enough wealth where he was kind of like, if I, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, if he never make another film again, whatever, he's successful. I had, I had he's, fun, he's yeah. Everything. Yeah, he's successful. I mean, he's made four films, that's his fourth film, successful guy, he knew his music was going to continue him even Forever, far yeah. after, yeah, so, right. uh, he made exactly the Halloween story he wanted, it's ballsy, the kills are as we talked about, absolutely insane. <laughs> he takes the characters in every direction. He knows that people aren't going to like his character direction, but I kind of like... You didn't like Loomis's direction, but I kind of like Loomis's self-obsessed out there to make money, out, out there to do this, kind of... Because it's a very modern mindset on yeah. what people would do. Right. Especially even more so, I feel like, in this decade yeah, than the now, last. Now yeah. it's... Oh, I knew someone's serial killer. Uh, I, that was their friend's dad or whatever. Right, like, yeah, I'm going to write a book about yeah, it or I mean, whatever. Yeah, That's what it was. But I don't know, man. I, I, I like. I kind of would have liked to seen... There were two different... If I remember, there were two different script treatments for an actual Halloween 3. I, yeah, I don't know. So one was Rob Zombie and then one was... Um, I think it was Todd Farmer. If I'm, I could don't quote me on the internet. There's a couple, but but pretty sure it's Todd Farmer and um, the fucker who did who did Halloween H2O. We're gonna lower Sorry, we're going on some. I'm gonna do some deep dives right H2O's here. H2O is on your bottom. Oh yeah, all about them. Steve Miner too, because I think Todd Farmer and Steve Miner were working together, and they had did a Halloween 3D where they were using elements from Rob Zombie's oh really film, but changing it. Huh. Uh, and they wanted to do it with Dimension, and Dimension almost signed up for it. Uh, and then they were really worried about finances. Oh, really? So they actually ended up doing Scary Movie Five over Halloween 3D. Huh? And the same duo, I think it was, I think it was Todd Farmer and Steve Miner, and someone I can't remember if Todd Farmer or who directed My Bloody Valentine 3D because I was one of the other people. Oh I think yeah, they were yeah. Like, it was like a group of the three because they had made enough money. For Dimension, they've been working with them for yeah. Dimension and Lionsgate. Actually, yeah. it, was, it was Lionsgate. Too. I'm sorry, Lionsgate. Because Lionsgate did uh, both Rob Zombie mm-hmm. remakes, and they had made them a ton of money. They had wrote a Hellraiser remake that was supposed to be phenomenal. 
yeah. the script. So they had some big properties, and Lionsgate chose to do Scary Movie 5, which absolutely tanked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I hope they realize in hindsight how fucking stupid that was. Uh, just like Paramount. The reason Paramount never made the last Friday the 13th was because of yeah. Rings bombed. Yeah. I'm sorry. Everyone knew Rings was going to bomb, and I'm a huge Rings series fan, but I just don't understand yeah. in hindsight how some of these production companies had, from what from the sounds of it, some pretty solid horror sequels, right. and they're like, well, let's do Scary Movie Fight, let's do Rings, let's do... And then they all bombed, and it's like, yeah, why would you pick that property over this? Yeah, but that's weird. I'm getting off topic now. No, you're but, good. Uh... Huge Halloween 2 fan. I think I've, I've talked enough about it, maybe. Yeah. So. so, midway point on my list. Again, I debated flipping the 5 and the 6. Um, but going with my gut. So, my 5 is going to be H2O. Okay. Uh, for number 5, I think that's okay. where it belongs. It's definitely not one of the best, but I also don't think it's one of the worst. Um, I think it's exactly where it needs to be on my list. Um, it was great having Jamie Lee back. I think right, we right, now, in hindsight, especially with the new one, we kind of take that for granted um, a little bit because we're used to her being back for some of these. But, I mean, for a while, I mean, she was an A, B-list actor at that point. I mean, like, she had no reason to come back and do Halloween, but she did. Um, and the reason I don't like it as much, I mean, it tried to do what the 2018 film did, but it just wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. At the time, again, with Lori being a badass and all that. Um, as you said, it's still stuck in the 90s. A lot of 90s cliches. There are tons of jump scares in this movie that are completely unnecessary. Like, people mm-hmm. are always sneaking up on Lori, and I'm just like, bro, like, you know what she survived, and you're going to sneak up on her That's like that? True, yeah, like, you know what? It, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, from her husband, and then, like,. People are, like, sneaking up on her all the time. I'm just like, all right, this doesn't make any sense. You're going to trigger some, like, PTSD or some shit. Um, but, yeah, I really love the ending. I think that if they had left it at that, people would have been fine. They decided to move on to Resurrection, which is cool, but, like, I feel like it really destroys the ending of this one. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a decent twist or whatever, but... I mean, you get to the fight scene or whatever, and you think, okay, Michael's going to go off in this ambulance, and then he's going to get up, and then it's going to leave on a cliffhanger. But then Lori comes out. She's not fucking having it. She's coming out. She's threatening everyone, pointing a gun, pins him up against a tree, and chops his head off. I mean, like, at that point, like, I imagine the crowds were going wild. I I wasn't there. No, I wasn't. No. I was alive, but I was, like, 10, 11 when that came out. So, yeah, I mean... I'd assume, yeah, and being in theaters, like you'd probably be like, "Holy shit!" Because you watch Michael Myers' head get chopped off. You're like, "Well, this is the fucking end," you know. Yeah. Twenty years later, finally, you know. Yeah. And then one other thing that I don't like about it, I feel like I've brought this up with a lot of these, but this is also one of the weaker masks, especially because you can see his eyes essentially the entire time. Yeah, it's a weak mask. Um, but yeah, I mean, you talked about it a lot in yours. I agree with a lot of your points. Um, again, you had me. F- debating flipping it lower on my list after what you said what you said um but i'll I'll keep it at number five um yeah and i think that's where it needs to be so i respect that mine was at 10 and yours was at five it's a very uh yeah (laughs) 
That's I like that. That was good. You know. Yeah. Um, so we're on to your number four. Number four. Number four is gonna be Halloween four. Halloween four. Well, okay. So I guess I can spoil it. We agree on a on a slot here because my four is also Halloween four. <laughs> All right, there we go. So. Um, We'll pull out the Halloween four here to look at this. A very nice limited edition, very yeah, unnecessarily large case. I remember this, yeah, when this came out. Um, yeah, it's a. I hate to say it's a great return to form because I I love Halloween three, so you know we're kind of excluding that. But, yeah, you know, uh, I understand why they did it. Um, the introduction of Jamie. Um. Loomis is back. Yeah. Uh, the kills. Tina was much better in this. <laughs> we talked about. I mean, all the characters. It was good. I mean, I don't. I would say like uh, everything kind of clicked. It hit. Uh, it was suspenseful. I mean, I think it was exactly where they needed it to be to yeah. get the franchise. I don't want to say it was ever off track because. John Carpenter wanted it to always be different stories. Yeah. About he never wanted Michael Myers to be the the main villain. He wanted right. every single if they were gonna do a Halloween series. It was gonna be an anthology. Yeah, Everyone was, was gonna be different. different. So But as I said, people in the the eighties, they wanted the same thing over they, and over yeah, and over they again. Did. They not did. like it's not like it is now. Um so some of the things that I like about Halloween four, um I I like the mask ironically. I think the mask is fun with the the slick back hair. Yeah. Once again, I disagree with the decision. That also, I know it's so shitty. It's in the fucking it's jewel case in there. It's so bad. But this is sort of what started the trajectory of having like an unnecessarily large man portray the shape. Yeah. Um, he looks like a linebacker in this, and I think right. every film after this, he just keeps getting larger and larger. Um. Yeah, and some of the things that I like about it, I obviously love Jamie Lloyd in the ending. I wish they would have followed through sort of with that idea. Imagine Halloween 5 with Michael Myers and a protege. Would have been that, phenomenal. That's another yeah, thing. Would have been phenomenal, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say my favorite thing about this film has absolutely nothing to do with Michael Myers or anything. My favorite thing about this film, ironically enough, is the opening credits of the film. When it's just showing all like the dilapidated farm equipment and the yeah. Halloween decorations, okay, yeah. yeah, it yeah, just that is amazing. like yeah, I agree. I'm a big fan of setting like, and I I try to do this with my films whenever I make films, but the opening credits I feel are like such a missed opportunity in a lot of films. It's the perfect time to set the mood. Like people aren't like you start them off with something. I can't remember if this has anything before the credits. But you got to put people in the right state of mind to watch something. And I think that that really eases you in to that spooky mood. So um, many things start off opening credits with like a driving scene or someone right. getting to where their initial place goes. And it's so blase, so just like, hey, okay, yeah. I met them. Okay, now I'm starting to watch a movie. Like, But those a bunch of those 80s opening yeah. credits with the aggressive mu aggressive music and stuff you know as you were talking about dilapidated farm equipment things like that let's it's say such it, a lost art and yeah, i mean oh this yeah. one this one goes for the subtlety um because it's just like the drone and like very quiet like the halloween right. theme isn't even used it's just very oh, yeah, right, it's just right. very atmospheric 
Um, but yeah, I just think opening credits are like such a lost art. Um, but yeah, Halloween four, great film. Um, it's number four on both of our lists, so we can agree on that. Solid. Um, and so now we're on to your third. Um, I'm assuming our top two are the same top two, but so can I be safe in assuming that your third is Halloween six? Halloween six, <laughs> and I feel like I feel like Jared and I have talked about this. I'm a huge Halloween six fan. I talked about it earlier. I love the way it's shot. Atmosphere is good. Creepy. It's dark constantly in the film. Kills are phenomenal. Michael Myers is menacing as fuck. I mean, there's no let up, no give, an, an even negative amount of remorse compared to like other. Like he doesn't flinch. There's no. He's ready yeah. to go. Ready to yeah. kill. Ready to. There's no. Uh, no. Remorse isn't even the right word. There's no anything. He's just he's ready to go. It's phenomenal. Paul Rudd's great in it. Uh, su- surprise! Paul Rudd actually was not. That was not supposed to be his first role. His yeah, first he role. was. It was supposed to be. I forget what it was. Return Living Dead Part Three. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was. The, that was supposed to be his initial. You know, big breakthrough, and then they cast that other guy, the direct or the actor from uh, Pumpkinhead Two, Bloodwings, who I thought did phenomenal in both of those films wherever that guy is he'll probably yeah wherever he is now but he did a bunch of early 90s horror cinema good good for him then you did a great job i don't you know you're not paul rudd but uh they gave paul rudd's full name in this didn't they what was it paul Paul, there he definitely used a middle name yeah his middle name what was it paul stephen stephen (laughs) rudd yeah your boy dang dang but yeah, so you haven't seen the producer's cut besides the bootleg either. Just the bootleg, yeah, because like I haven't, yeah. So I wanna. So we're gonna have to have a we're gonna have that we're gonna have to have a movie night at some point, um, and watch that. Um, but yeah, I I talked about it earlier though. I mean, I'm like it's just phenomenal film. I love it. I love. I kind of like weird cult. Like cult is in like you know a cult yeah, right cinema. yeah so like yeah uh you have to specify when you're talking about halloween know, six which cult know, you're talking I know, about i know i know that's why i said like yeah uh but i like cinema like that yeah i think it was an interesting twist because before this i feel like they it's unnecessary really honestly but at the yeah. same time i feel like they've kind of done anything that they could have done with michael myers right so now to throw this whole kind of different storyline different uh story yeah. aspect into the film i was kind of like oh what are they gonna do next yeah so it kind of sucks they never really right went on from that one thing to bring up again about something earlier but i completely forgot about this until you started talking about halloween six another reason why halloween five is the worst is that they had the the cult guy walking around but they had no plan for it i remember yeah it was right. just yeah, like yeah, i remember that i remember reading about that yeah so it was just like all right what does this mean or whatever but if you didn't have a plan like i don't i don't know i feel like they worked themselves into a hole with that they did yeah 100 percent. especially because the gap between halloween five and six yeah is so literally what, it, six yeah. years i mean like yeah. for them i mean they're like fuck what are we gonna yeah, do i'm surprised they even if you really think about it how surprising is they released halloween six when they did 
how insane it was. Yeah. And how they threw the storyline in there like that. It just... Yeah. It's kind of a weird anomaly to me, honestly. Yeah. And I love it for that. Like, yeah. Especially <laughs> for, like, the time when it came out. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, any other thoughts about that? Or we're, I'll on, we're on to your... My number three. Three, yeah. So my number three is the Halloween... Well, I guess my number two pick and my three pick are both Halloween 2. But for my three, I'm going with Halloween 2 2018. Okay. So wow, you're actually calling it Halloween 2 2018. Well, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's called uh, Halloween, but it's the sequel. Um, I agree with a lot of the things you said. I had a ton of fun with the film. I haven't seen it since theaters. I only saw it the one time. Um, it's definitely one that I need to give a rewatch. Maybe I'll do that show with Jared because I don't know if he's rewatched it either. Because we did our review of the film together, so maybe a re-review is in order yeah. at some point, um, just to see. It's a good modern sequel. I mean, that's another he thing. Was a huge fan of it. If I remember. yeah, he was a really huge love. Yeah. Of it. Um, if I had any critiques, I'm not the biggest fan of the new Doctor guy. Who like goes nuts and then he right. puts on Michael's mask, mask and starts yeah. dancing around and right, stuff. Right. Not the biggest fan of that at the time. I remember I was rolling my eyes in the theaters and I was like, if they do something with this guy where he is the new killer or they do something stupid, I'm gonna be so pissed. Um, but thankfully that was not the case. Um, and again, I mean, I feel like this is what they tried to do with H2O, but it just wasn't there at the time yeah um i mentioned it when you were talking about the film i love the one take shot where right. he's going through that's an homage to the original halloween 2 right. right um and it was just really surprising i guess i i don't want to say it's surprising but i mean the production team was danny mcbride and joseph gordon green or whatever i mean a comedy david gordon green. david gordon green yeah People that are known for making movies like Pineapple Express and stuff. Right, I mean, like, right, right. So it just goes to show that, like, people shouldn't be shoehorned into a genre. And, like, right. people can do all kinds of different things. Um, and, yeah, I, Miles Robbins is in the film. He's one of the the guys that gets killed. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah. Um, I worked with him on My Friend Domer. He's a great dude. Hell when yeah, I yeah. saw him in the film, I popped because I did not watch any <laughs> of the trailers leading up to it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. I fucking messaged him on Facebook. I was like, Cat, you were great. Um, but regardless. Um, did he message back? He did not message back, but that's okay. I was oh, like, sorry, I was like, he's called you out, but I was, I was like, I was like, Cat, I, he's making Hollywood films now. He doesn't need to message me back. So mm, I understand. Yeah. But. That's how it goes. Um, yeah, one thing, that, another thing I don't like about the film is they make the granddaughter's boyfriend incredibly unlikable. The most, I was just thinking, the most unlikable, just trash human being of all time. And he never has anything bad happen to him. True. But I'm He's hoping just, he gets absolutely ruined in yeah, kills. I hope, they ha- I hope they have a good plan for him because I remember when we, I was watching the film, I was like, all right. When's Michael going to get the boyfriend? Like, he's got to get yeah. his comeuppance, and it just never happens. He kills, like, the nice kid, right? Yeah. yeah. He, everyone else gets killed basically besides him, and I'm just like, how? Like, yeah, fuck, dude? So, yeah, Halloween, Halloween 2018 is my number three. Moving on for number two, I think, well, I'm, I'm assuming we share the same opinion on number two. I don't think we do. You don't think you do? I think I'm about to drop the, uh, if you listen this long, the big bomb. Are you seriously about to drop a big bomb, or are you fucking with me? No, I'm not fucking Okay, with so you. Halloween 2 <laughs> this is, is my number two. I'm hoping you agree. 
Halloween one is my number two. <laughs> Halloween one's your number two. Yes, it is. All right, so and this is gonna. This is very divisive. This is very. I knew. Uh, Halloween two. I okay, so I can't say that because now because I, I I picked Halloween. Do you want me to go first? Okay, so I guess we'll so we'll just say it. So Halloween one is my number one. Halloween two is my number two. Yours is reverse. Reverse. So now we can just uh, we'll just discuss them. You so that's the top both? tens, okay. and okay. now we can just discuss. Halloween one is phenomenal. We all know this. It's 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 one of the best horror films of all time. Uh, it's in my top fifty horror, or my top fifty films of all time. Even though most of those are horror. Let's be yeah, honest. I mean, let's I mean, be honest. I'm not gonna lie here, but. Uh, Phenomenal, great direction, great atmosphere, great setup, great new just villain, horrible villain. Um, all the characters, great teen, just you know, everything is relatable. John Carpenter did a phenomenal job of making things relatable, believable. Besides shooting in California and trying to say it was <laughs> Illinois in in October. Uh, he did a fucking great job. Um, I love, I mean, Halloween one's amazing. I'm not, I mean, everything's great about it. There's not, but, but, that's where my butt comes in. I saw Halloween two before I saw Halloween. I think we've talked about this before. And but yeah. I saw Halloween two actually probably two or three times before I saw Halloween. Really? I actually... Wherever, everywhere I've gone, I have a Halloween two poster hung up, usually in one of my favorite spots in wherever my where I live, previously, and I have a Texas Chainsaw Massacre two hung up, usually right next to it, because these were two films that kind of paved the way for me at a very 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 young age to getting into horror, and I'm also a mega Texas Chainsaw fan. Tex Texas Chainsaw and Texas Chainsaw two, I could flip flop in any given day, but I keep. Even right now, where my new living room spot, I have both of them, and I'm waiting to put them up because I need a third thing to balance out the room. Right. You know, the whole feng shui, whatever it is. But I usually keep my Halloween 2, and my they're, they're recreations of the original you know, film posters. Yeah. Halloween 2 and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, right next to each other, uh, multiple places I've lived, because those films were huge influences on me, despite them not being maybe my favorite films of all time. Right. Halloween 2 is definitely, I mean, really high up there, higher than Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, but I'm a huge Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 fan. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is one of the first films I ever bought with my own money. I went to a yeah. Best Buy, and it was on sale for five ninety nine, and I had $7. I'll never forget this. Yeah. And I bought Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 at a very young age. Yeah. Because I never, we, I never had allowances. I never had, it was always like I had to do something, and maybe I'd get a little money every handful of months. So I'd save that money, but I remember fucking... Dennis Hopper yeah. on the cover with the, yeah. the you know the brain. right. It's a shitty cover for the DVD. Yeah, but I remember buying that. Uh, but anyways, I'm off topic. But just still like relaying how big of films Halloween Two, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two were for me. Halloween Two, one of the best sequels, if not the best sequel ever created across any genre. I will fight anyone over that. Starts within minutes after the first film, which is brilliant. Beyond, to me, that's a, just a fucking a brilliant yeah. thing to do. Especially considering the film shot two years after the original. Yeah. So, which was like, in horror in horror sequels, that's uh, light years. Right. Uh, they already planned out three films in that, you yeah. know, 
timeline, but uh, kills are great. Michael's phenomenal. I love the hospital, you know, setting. I love everything he does in the hospital. I, I love Donald Pleasance. I love everything he does in it. It, it just it takes the original and just amplifies everything to the next level, but to the point where it's still believable. There's still like completely two just phenomenal films. You could watch them if you didn't have to put a new film in and you just watch. You them watch back it back to back. back, yeah. It's probably the, the that's why it's one that that why it's it is my best sequel of all time to anything because yeah. it feels like the same film. Right. Um, one yeah, because as you said, with a lot of times with these sequels. And especially with, like, Halloween, it'll take place the next Halloween or years later. This takes place immediately following it. Like, you, as you said, it would go seamlessly into Halloween 2. It takes place seconds after the the one wraps up, you know. Um, again, everything you said about Halloween 2, I agree with. Let me see in my notes if I have any things to bring up that you did not mention. Um, did you mention about the super memorable minor characters? I love the guy that's, like, swearing, and the nurse is like, all you say is hell or shit or shit or damn, and he's like, sorry, I fuck up all the time or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's fucking great. Um, love the characters in that one. Um, but, yeah, I do put the original Halloween slightly above it. That's just where everything came together. Um, the music is phenomenal. Again, a lot of people, I think we take it for granted just how iconic that theme is. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I, I mean... To me, you just can't top the original. I mean, there's nothing I can say about the original that hasn't been said on the internet a million times, including by myself. I mean, like, I've said a lot about Halloween over the years. Um, admittedly, very slow at the beginning, but I feel like that is necessary to build up the ending. That's really... I mean, you can't build suspense if you're going at a thousand miles per hour the entire time. No, the 70s... I love 70s cinema. I've gotten into a fight with Jared about this because he loves 80s cinema. I love 80s cinema as well. But the 70s were so crucial because it was one of, it was probably the last decade that really respected true slow burn cinema. Right. You'll see imitators now and throughout the decades, yes, people are influenced by different things. But they really knew how to take a 90-minute film, a 100-minute film, and make it insanely suspenseful, where, to me, my uh, attention uh, was never swayed. Uh, you know, I never I never lost attention. I never... Uh, but it's slow. I mean, it's, for modern audiences, it would be way too slow. For most, right. most of my favorite films, it would be way too slow. But I thought it was a perfect way to grip someone and get them in and then just take them on this wonderful ride. Yeah. Uh, the roller coaster. I mean, Exorcist. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, which is like my tied for my top, you know, favorite film of all time. Right. Um, even even if you look at Star Wars: A New Hope, which is also not not right. horror, but tied yeah. that and Dawn of the Dead, yeah. my two favorite films of all time. That initial the droids going back and forth, everything, yeah. them going, you know, landing. It's on a, the first one's a slow burn, very slow yeah. burn, but they hook you in and they just slowly reel you in through the entire film. Exorcist. Another one of my top, like I said, top ten. Alien, another one of my top ten. Dawn of the Dead, uh, Star Wars A New Hope. I mean, some of my favorite films of all time. Such slow burn reels. Jaws. Jaws yeah, is well, yeah. kind of slow yeah. burn. And that's one of my I mean, it start, it's top ten. It starts you off on a high, but then it pulls you into the slow burn. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. Same, same with Halloween. I mean, Halloween yeah. has the, the kill right at the beginning, and then... 
it's a phenomenal trick of cinema, and it's not used enough anymore, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's our top tens. Did you have anything else to share about the Halloween films before we get into our little teaser here? Uh, no, I, I wish that I probably could have watched the entire franchise with you beforehand just as a fun experience but you know that that takes a lot of time that maybe maybe for next year maybe for next year or maybe for next year because um obviously we're gonna have to review halloween kills when it comes out right that's um but next year we'll have to do something maybe me crazy get me you and jared on live commentary on some oh yeah yeah i mean that'd be interesting a a watch along yeah pretty pretty hilarious we could do a watch along of the producer's cut i'm i'd (laughs) be all for it yeah yeah but um so yeah, um, we're going to take another quick pause for the cause here until we get into our sneak peek uh, for an episode you guys are going to be getting uh, in, the, in the following weeks. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't have another ad for this ad break, but I just wanted to take a second to remind you guys, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, you got to make sure that you do that. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you leave me a rating and a review. It really helps the show out a lot. We both just needed a quick restroom break and we needed to let my wife out of the bedroom where she had been for the past two hours while we were recording this. So yeah, that's why we took a break here and now back to the show. Bye! All right, so we're back. Um, thanks for sticking with us through um, our top ten list, and now we're going to be giving you guys a little bit of a sneak peek of what's to come. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be next week, but it's definitely going to be in the few coming weeks. A couple episodes are going to be coming out. Um, and Miles, this was actually your idea it was. because, uh, frankly, I'm coming out with 31 videos this month. I've all my ideas are gone. I have no more great ideas. So I was like, you know what, Miles. Why don't you come up with some ideas for some stuff to do on the show? So this is something I know you've been wanting to talk about for a while. I'm a so. huge fan of underrated horror films or films in general. And I usually have some pretty interesting picks of my own, <laughs> to, <laughs> to say the least. So I've wanted to do this. I appreciate you letting me do this. Uh, we actually haven't decided how many underrated films we're going to do. Yeah. But we're going to match them. So whatever yeah. we do, if we do two, if we do three, if we do five, we, we can keep other going. Person, I mean, the other person has to do the same amount. Yeah. So. And here's the thing. I already have five, but it was just a question on if, because originally we were like, all right, we're going to do three films, so it'll be six total. But I was like, oh, maybe I should have a couple alternates because I don't know if Miles is going to be down to watch these things. So I have a five. So I can name my five if you wanted me to name my five. We're, but uh, We just talked about this. We're going to start with two each to get them. But we're but it's probably going to go to five is what it's looking like. It's probably going to go to five. Um, and I don't know what – did you have any rules? Like when you no. were when you were like selecting nope. your – because here's what could I – Could be – came out last year. Could have came out in the 60s. I don't care. So here well, – ironically enough, so I have five films and so far I have one from every decade um, out of the five. You're fancy. I, I'm not saying that these are the best films or the most underrated films. I simply walked upstairs before we were recording and I was like, oh, I haven't watched that in a while. I haven't watched that in a while. Um, so basically I have one from the 2000s from, I counted the 2000s as one decade because whatever. 
and then I have one from the 90s, 80s, 70s, and 60s. Oh, so you count the 10s as a decade then, too. Yeah, so the, all of the 2000s was just mm. one decade. I mean, I can come up with one from the 2000s oh, no, if you fine. wanted, but no, it's fine. that's what I did so far. So, um, but so far I know you have three. We're gonna have... we're gonna reveal two of them two, now. Two, two, okay. Um, and this is gonna be going on for a few weeks once they get going here. Um, but basically, what I'm trying to say is these have been a secret from the two of us. We don't know what we're gonna say um, to each other. There might be some. I'm hoping there is an overlap. Um, I I don't feel like there's going to be from what you just told me. So I think we're gonna be safe on this. Okay. So I guess. If you want to reveal your two... By the way, I just want to say thank you to my illustrious wife for putting up with us for the past two hours. Um, she is in the room with us now, so very happy she's been a good sport through all of this. Our, 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 so Beck Nasty's in the house right now. Beck Nasty. I guess just while you're... So, what, so we just ranked our favorite Halloween films. What is your favorite out of the franchise? I know you are pretty... Pre- no you're a pretty big fan of all of these films. Just pick, just uh, pick, one. just name a, just name a random number. How many do I have to pick from? Eleven. My favorite number is seven. Halloween seven, so that would be, that'd be <laughs> Halloween H2O coming in strong. Oh, no, if you include three, because you include eleven. Yeah, that's, that's seven. It's H2O, man. Because Halloween one through six, then H2O yeah, is seven. Yeah, you said eleven. We recorded ten. So if you're okay, so Halloween Resurrections are favorite. So Halloween Resurrections are favorite. No, wait. Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, Halloween 4, 5, 6. Oh, fuck, you're right. Gotta hate myself every day. I see. He, uh, he should believe the man. Uh, Sorry, right. this is why you have a degree. show. That's why I, I have, have the show. I don't have a fucking show because I don't know anything, <laughs> apparently. Uh, well, let's bounce into these picks. All right, we're going to bounce into these picks. Um,. I'm, you, I'm not going to go in any decade. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. So yeah, they might be... And here's the thing. Mine just happened to work out that way. Okay, okay. Because I was like... When I was going through it, I was like, oh, that one came out similar to this one. Maybe I should get more variety. It just happened that there was one from every decade, basically. Um, but yeah. I'm going to say this up front. I'm horrible as an adult with names and how people spell names and say names. So I'm going to throw that out there so everyone with the internet can fucking yell at me over this. But my first pick, I, people argue with this, Ty West, T West, I don't know what his fucking name is. I don't even know who you're talking about. He's a great director. He's done probably most of my favorite films from the 2000s, 2010s, is independent horror. I do The Innkeepers. Okay, so yeah, even, this is the one you revealed to me. Watch, this is the only one I ever revealed. I might watch that tonight. Perfect horror comedy, phenomenal film, great. I miss that man's work. He does not direct enough nowadays, and I'm so excited because, maybe a spoiler, we might be watching two of his films on this under. Oh, really? We might be doing some introduction stuff here for uh, you know getting you into him. But uh, Innkeepers, and then... Two brothers who've went on to do a lot of work with Lionsgate. I I always say the Sprig brothers, the Sprig brothers. I don't really know because I'm not doing very good with names. But their very first film, Undead, which okay. Undead is fun. All I have to say, I'm not going to hype this film too much until we talk about a man punching a zombie fish repeatedly. If that doesn't make you want to fucking watch <laughs> something, I don't know what's going to make you want to. Yeah. 
I mean, we'll we'll figure it out. Um. So yeah, those are your two picks to start. Yeah, uh, to start off. Now I knew one of them. Um. So really, you only revealed one to me. A little underwhelming, Miles. I see how it is. You could have at least revealed the one that I didn't know. But I guess you'll keep me on the hook until next time. As we said, this, all, the, the slow burn man. There always, I mean, there always keep, seems to be a hook. Keep you know? stringing me along. So I will give you the option because do you want me to start with the most recent films or do you want me to start with the earliest ones that I have written down so far? You know what? I'd rather watch the older films because it's closer into the season, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, so as we, get de- as we get deeper and deeper, we'll... As it gets to fall, go, go back, Go yeah. back and back. Okay. So my first one, I guess, I guess similar to you, how yours was revealed to me. Mine was already revealed to you. So my pick for the first one is going to be Oculus. Phenomenal. Um, you've seen you've seen it already, um, but I haven't seen it in a while. It's one of the films that I really loved when it first came out, but nobody talks about it, and that's why I think it's underrated. Obviously, the director is Mike Flanagan. Gone on to do. Some incredible things in the genre. Netflix basically sucks his dick. They gave him so much money to do anything he wants. Yeah. Doctor Sleep was phenomenal. Doctor so Sleep was, was phenomenal. Haunting of Hill House, he was the mastermind Amazing. behind the whole the whole series there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I haven't seen a film of his that I disliked. The only film of his that I have not seen is Ouija Origin of Evil. Oh, uh, really? I have not seen that mm. one. I've seen all the rest of his films. It's much better than the first one. I, that's what I've heard. Just throw that, that out That's there, what yeah. I've heard. So, that, yeah. um, so that's my pick for the first one. I'm excited to rewatch that. Um, my next one is from the, the early 90s. It's not by any means high-class cinema. By any means. I'm not saying that this is the most underrated film of the 90s. I'm not saying it's even that great. But it's another one that I watched, I enjoyed... I've only seen it once, and I was like, all right, that was fun. Why isn't this talked about more? Have you seen Popcorn? Yeah, but not in probably like 12 or 13 years, seriously. Me and Jared watched it for the first time, I want to say like three or four years ago, and we were stunned that this film is not talked about more. They, uh, that was one of those It was just really, kind of... they did release it on Blu-ray fairly recently. They did, But yeah. I feel like... At least in the horror community, I never hear anyone talk about it. There's some shirts. There's a few people that actually a few talk peop- about a it. A few people. That was one of those ones. I think that was shot in '89 and got snuck into the '90s, like '90. Wasn't that? It was re- released in '91. Yeah, I think so. that was one of those. It was like '89 and '90. It was shot. So definitely that we talked about earlier in this podcast, like the decades lead in how like it's it's basically an '80s film that just happened right. to be released in right. the '90s. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that'll be. Mm, I'm pretty excited the, about that. Those will be my first. Like, those will be my I'm first two, and I got yeah. that one on V. And that's also another caveat to this: we're picking films that we own or films that we can acquire at some point. Um, that way, we just don't have to get. Yeah, there's no streaming involved in this. This is yeah. old school. Hey, do you want to borrow this? Do you want to do this? Do you want this together? Yeah. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, and you were you were talking. I was I was making fun of you a little bit, but you were talking about how you might have to online order some things. I, I might like, have to fucking order something online to complete this list, and I am pissed. And I'm like, damn, but, is it ordering online a new concept uh, for you or what? No, I used to order stuff online, but I I'm, I'm a big buying stuff in person, so and buying stuff in cash because fuck it, I don't care what decade it is right now. Uh, I'm not in the future, and I never will be. So. Uh, but I might have to because 
I absolutely adore one film, and I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. So. Okay. Well, I guess that's enough of a sneak peek for you guys. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be the episode that comes out next week, but I don't know. I see this it can kind of be like an ongoing series. I mean, like we don't even need to cap it at ten. I mean, we can this go, could go, be go a, forever. I mean, this a could big just be October. A thing. It could, yeah, we could actually I mean, bleed another year. I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to stay in October. I mean, we can just release these whenever. But the first ones will be in October. But I'm super excited. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited that you came up with this idea. I'm excited to get it going here. We're going to start it, actually, momentarily. We're starting it momentarily with the first film. Um, It'll be one of the ones we mentioned. We haven't decided which one. One of the ones you brought, I'm assuming. Um, But, yeah, we will catch your ass down the road. (laughs) (laughs) Let's catch all those asses down the road. That's what I like to fucking hear. Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, thanks for coming on. Midnight Miles Android and the fucking Mandroid. It's here for you guys. <laughs> Pretty sure Buddy's hammered. But Midnight... <laughs> thank God. Thank God we made it to a podcast where Buddy's hammered. I'm not the only piece of fucking garbage. I'm not, ham- I'm not hammered at all, Cat. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but it's Midnight Miles signing off. Thank you so much for having me. I will be on all right, very we'll, soon. We'll catch you guys later. <laughs>